This is Monday Mindset, episode 89, When Disappointment Strikes, part two. Aloha. My name is Ali Lothane. I've been empowering and inspiring others through yoga for over 15 years, specializing in yoga for teens. If you are ready to live life to the fullest and love it along the way, let's enjoy the journey together. Hola to my friends in Peru. Hello, everyone else. Have you experienced disappointment lately? Perhaps something you have worked months on didn't come into fruition like you thought. Or perhaps you felt epically at something and it has you second guessing if you are even on the right path or not. We learned last week that when disappointment strikes, it is natural to want to cope with it by distracting ourselves to avoid feeling the disappointment. It's tempting to pretend it was no big deal and you didn't really care in the first place about it, right? And feeling totally disappointed could even make you decide to give up on pursuing your dream altogether. We might use these three coping strategies for a day, for weeks, months, or even years on end, decades. They are unhealthy and unhelpful, and they are a very common way humans handle things. So when we realize that we are avoiding, distracting, pretending, and quitting, Instead of piling on more unnecessary suffering by feeling shame and regret and angry with ourselves and all those things, we're going to simply tell ourselves, self, we have been doing our best to handle disappointment. And now it's time to try some other tools that will not only help me cope, but put my disappointment into perspective and help me learn from it so I can turn my wounds into wisdom. Self, are you ready? (laughs) Let's do this. There are three different points I'm going to talk about today. The first one is identify the feelings. The second is remind yourself that the feelings are fleeting and that you can do things to raise yourself up. And the third one, it's time to learn. All right. So that first thing that we just, we need to do always, always is to identify and feel the feels, right? Identify the feelings that surface so that you can read the signs. Disappointments come in all shapes and sizes. And when they strike, a myriad of emotions might surface. Emotions are like big traffic signs. I want you to think about traffic signs. They warn you of danger on the road. They tell you to slow down or stop. They notify you when you need a detour. They are specific. Like I mentioned in episode 85, it's important to expand our emotional vocabulary. So many studies have been done about this. Expanding our emotional vocabulary, this helps us see ourselves and our situation clearer. So instead of just saying, ugh, I'm disappointed, 
Imagine you are filling out a multiple choice questionnaire that says, circle all that apply. So underneath, I am disappointed, you might also circle frustrated, angry, depressed, powerless, hopeless, left out or lonely, feeling wounded, tearful, scared, raw. How about crushed? Identify and feel the feels. Yes, grieve and process alone. And yes, talk with others. So when you identify these feelings that have surfaced, grieve it. Be like, yeah, this is what I'm feeling. I'm going to allow myself to process. I'm going to give myself that time. And I want to encourage you to take time to do that both alone and with others. Both of these things help you identify what you are feeling and move through the emotions. This will create resilience and fortitude in your life instead of shifting into thought patterns and behaviors that will destroy you when disappointment strikes. Getting in tune with yourself without anyone else weighing in is crucial and sharing your burden with trusted, positive people will help bring a lightness to your heart and different perspective to your situation, which will allow you to loosen your grip on the tight hold you have on your perceived reality. First, use whatever medium will help you access your inner thoughts and feelings. Draw a picture, write it out, create a song, go for a run or a walk, shout out how you feel to the sky. Get it out. Get what you are thinking out of your head and onto paper or out into the open without judgment or criticism. Share your thoughts in a loving space to an active listener. I am so grateful I have family, friends, and even a life coach I can turn to who will listen to understand and who have sage advice. They're in a good headspace, so therefore they can help me see things in a different place, okay? Early one morning recently, I received just heart-rending news for me. After waiting and praying and hoping for months, you guys, I found out a large federal grant that would have funded me doing yoga with over 500 at-risk teens didn't come through. My husband is working out of state, so I am a lone woman holding down the home fort. And just thinking about how disappointed I was made me get all teared up. So I decided, oh, I don't have time right now to feel these things. I'm going to go into keep busy mom mode right? I'm going to stay distracted by being busy. Try not to think about it. And I went about the day. Later that evening, while listening to my teen vent about her day, I got kind of impatient with her. And I realized my reaction had nothing to do with her. And I said, I, I am so sorry, Eliza. I just, I kind of having a hard day and I did not mean to take it out on you. There we were, 
sitting in the middle of a natatorium full of people watching my two youngest at swim team. So I didn't go into detail for fear of just really losing it in public, but I did tell her the news and she gave me a big hug. Later that night, before she headed off to bed, I just apologized again and I said, Lies, I just, I hate it when the emotions I feel from work disappointments spill over into my home life. You guys are the most important thing to me, more important than anything that happens at work. And do you know what my sweet 15-year-old daughter said to me? She looked me in the eyes and she said, Mom, think about how frustrated I was earlier today just talking about an assignment that's due in two days. And you? Not getting this huge grant that you've been working on for months that would have helped your business grow is so much bigger. You know you have permission to feel disappointed too, right? And like that, the floodgates opened and I wept openly with my daughter as she held my hand. Do you realize that you have permission to be disappointed too? Will you allow yourself, give yourself permission to be like, ouch, that really sucked. (laughs) Give yourself permission to be disappointed too. Let yourself grieve. Let yourself feel shock, outrage, devastation, and heartbreak. Number two, remind yourself that all feelings are fleeting and that you can do things to raise yourself up. In this moment, feeling this utter disappointment, it might feel like you will never be happy again. And if you try to cope with the lightning strike of disappointment with tactics that destroy instead of create, you fuel the fire that will keep you feeling dead and depleted inside. Staying trapped at this lower state of consciousness prevents you from thinking logically. So yes, grieve and process alone. And yes, share your burden with others who are in a healthier mental state. And be proactive about doing things that will raise you up. Recharge your battery and reset your mindset. Identify things that you love to do and people that you love to do them with. What brings a smile to your face? What soothes your soul? In step one, as part of identifying and feeling the fills, you've already started doing things that will help you get it out of your system. Journaling, meditating, praying, talking with others, etc. Now it's up to you to fill that empty space with things that elevate your conscious without going into distraction, pretending, and giving up mode. Meaning, it is so great to exercise and move your body to play a game, to watch a movie, to read a book, or go visit your favorite place. As long as we don't do any of these things excessively or obsessively. And you need to be choosy. That's just as simple as that. All activities are not created the same. They will not give back to you the same. All the media that you can consume is not the same. Definitely not. There will be things that you do to recharge that are good. There's going to be some things that will benefit you even better and some activities that will be a blessing to you in your journey. These are the best things to engage in. So how do you know 
If you're choosing from good, better, or best, well, how do you feel after you're done with the activity? Do you feel lighter? Do you feel warm and comforted? Do you feel joyful or like you want to smile and keep smiling? Do you feel renewed with purpose or clear-minded? Do you feel full and satisfied? Or did the activity leave you feeling emptier, lonelier, more depressed, more anxious, etc., etc.? The day that I received the news about that federal grant not coming through was the same day I promised our six-year-old that I would put up Halloween decorations for the house. And bless her determined soul, she was not going to let me forget that promise. So even though I had already done all the mom things all day long and decorating was the last thing I wanted to do after a full day and finishing up dinner, you know what? I opened up those boxes and I started handing her things to put around the house. Oh my goodness. You would have thought it was Christmas morning at our house. Marin squealed in delight as she rediscovered familiar objects and danced joyfully around the house as she placed them in their usual spots. Her happiness was contagious. I could not help but smile. And as we finished decorating the house, I gave her a big hug and I thanked her for lightening my heart. I said, Marin, you are such a blessing in my life and to our family. Thank you for being a joyful, determined soul. I needed you today. Do things that will put you up on a higher plane. You cannot control where and when lightning strikes, but you can quench the destructive fire and you can clean up after the damage is done. That choice is always yours. Number three. It's time to learn. Putting yourself in a healthier mental state will help position you to be open to the lessons available to you from disappointment. Okay, so I'm going to share about, oh gosh, three points here under this it's time to learn. Okay, the first point um, that I got from blogger and life coach Celeste Chua In her series about dealing with disappointment, she shares, release yourself from your illusion of what reality should be. Okay. So in this, like it's time to learn mindset. The first thing she says is release yourself from your illusion of what reality should be. Many people remain disappointed because they are hung up over what reality should be. If you are disappointed about something, that means you harbor a certain perception on what it should be. This perception is not the truth. It is simply your lens with which you see the world. What am I getting hung up over? What false perceptions am I clinging to? What am I expecting from reality that I'm not getting? Interesting, right? When we clear away the cobwebs of what we think should be, we can see the underlying desires that created our expectations in the first place. Celestia goes on to say, attach yourself to your desire instead of your goal. So that's the second point under it's time to learn. 
Attach yourself to your desire instead of your goal. When you are disappointed, your source of disappointment is rooted in your attachment to a certain outcome. Yes, absolutely. Your disappointment is rooted in your attachment to a certain outcome. When the outcome does not happen the way you envisioned, you become disappointed. This is a perfectly natural response. However, understand that your goal is a reflection of an underlying desire. It is merely one of the many ways to fulfill your desire. Oh, I loved reading this so much. This is a game changer to being open to learning, to growing, and to letting go. I get disappointed because I feel strongly about things. I get excited about things. What a great thing that is. I want you to be excited. I want you to have deep desires and dreams that you want to fulfill. When you feel like quitting, it is a great time to reflect on why you started in the first place. What is your inner desire? And attach yourself to that over the outcome. As I pondered on my disappointment of not getting that government grant, I realized I wasn't just disappointed because that money would have allowed me to quit my part-time job and focus more on my teen business. It crushed me that I wasn't able to get yoga to hundreds of teens who desperately needed it. And doing it through the school, which is all online and just the perfect marriage to my program where they could use it as a PE credit, it would ensure that these teens actually do it and get the benefits of it. Not just that, working with this charter school would have gotten me a lot of great exposure and feedback that I know will help my business grow. So when I looked at my inner desires and not just the outcome that happened, I realized something. I didn't actually need the grant to accomplish my true goal that had nothing to do with monetary gain. So I told the program director that I wanted to move forward with working with them regardless. And we've set up a date for me to do just that. Who knows where this path will lead? Perhaps it is even better this way. Perhaps it's going to lead to other disappointments. I honestly don't know. But I don't ever want my goals and my focus on desired outcomes to squash my dreams before they are even realized. Focusing on your inner desire and doing things that honor your purpose in life will always be the best for you in the long run. And it will help you stay open to learning from your mistakes and perceived setbacks along the way. And the third point under, now it's time to learn. How is this disappointment an opportunity? How is this disappointment opportunity? Tough question. But did this disappointment teach you that what you originally thought was sufficient to achieve your goal isn't? Maybe it brought attention to a blind spot in your operations or in your character that you just hadn't noticed before. Or in other words, did your disappointment show you a weakness that you can work on to become stronger? 
Is it challenging you to think outside the box and become creative and more innovative in how to overcome an obstacle and move forward? Have you made your goals so heavy that it's no longer even fun to try and obtain? In other words, you have made the outcome mean so much. It became so serious. And that certain outcome so important that those expectations and outcomes are tied to feelings you have about your own self-worth. Have you tied in your goals to your self-worth? Maybe it's time to separate yourself once again. Are you even having fun pursuing this goal? Now, I am not saying do not have expectations. Again, I think that having expectations and goals and desires and dreams and passions and ideas, yes, to all of these things. But maybe this disappointment is giving you a little red flag saying, oh, you need to tweak your expectation. What are ways that you can lighten things up about your expectations and your goals? Or is it time to let go of an illusion, a thing, or a relationship? Is there something that constantly is disappointing you? And what is that trying to tell you? I saw this quote that said, You will find that it is necessary to let things go simply for the reason that they are heavy. Okay? If you are constantly feeling disappointed and it's just feeling so heavy, ask yourself, what is it that I need to let go of? Right? Simply because it's too heavy. Like, I don't want this dragging me down. Asking yourself probing questions will help bring aha moments. And epiphanies can shake you out of the void of disappointed feelings And get you moving again with a passion for life once more. It is possible that being told no actually gives you freedom to go a different, maybe even better direction. Marilyn Monroe once said, sometimes good things fall apart so better things can fall together. It is possible that not getting what you expected is actually protecting you from something you just aren't ready for yet. It is possible that this disappointment is exactly what you need right now in your life. There is an old adage that a smooth sea never made a skilled sailor. And Moliere once said, the greater the obstacle, the more glory in overcoming it. Man, he makes overcoming disappointment sound so grandiose. But really, there is a sense of inner pride and confidence as you realize the skills you are learning and the obstacles you have already overcome. But that doesn't change the truth. Getting struck by a bolt of disappointment sucks. Even if it is fleeting. Feeling frustrated, angry, depressed, powerless, hopeless, Left out or lonely, wounded, tearful, scared, crushed. Mm, Not really emotions I'd like to order for dessert, right? 
But disappointment is a normal part of life and it's going to happen. It's going to happen because we want to live big. We want to dream big. We want to test out our ideas and try new things. So yeah, disappointment is actually going to happen again and again. So read the signs. Raise yourself up. And remember, there are lessons available to learn if you are open and ready to receive them. It is how we perceive disappointments, process disappointments, and learn from disappointments that determine whether we stay wounded or become wise. It is my prayer that you and I, that we become the latter. I'm going to leave you with the Martin Luther King quote that I shared last week. He says, we must accept finite disappointment, but never lose infinite hope. That is my prayer for all of us, that we accept these fleeting disappointments that might seem like the biggest thing in the whole world. Okay? Take that pebble that you are holding right up to your eye that just seems like there is no way you can look around it. I want you to throw it on the ground. Put it into perspective. All of a sudden, that little pebble isn't a huge boulder in front of your face blocking out reason and logic and hope. You've put it back in its place among the other little pebbles that we're gonna step over in this path we call life, y'all. I hope that you have an amazing week. I hope that you are able to perceive, process, and learn from your disappointments. Let's do it together, okay? See you next week. Research has shown that doing yoga even just once a week helps balance cortisol levels, raises serotonin levels, and helps calm the nervous system. It also builds not only physical strength, but emotional fortitude and self-confidence, all of which are crucial components of maintaining a flourishing mental health. Yisha Warriors offers an eight-week series entitled Freedom from Depression and Anxiety with over 40 yoga videos for all levels of ability, breathing exercises, sleep helps, motivational talks, and weekly journal prompts that promote introspection. It is perfect for the whole family. You become the person who stays grounded, clear-minded, and calm, and you become the most powerful person in the room. Buy the program today and enter in code HAPPY20 to receive $20 off. That code again is HAPPY, all capital letters, 20. Why wait another day to get more peace in your life?